Hello, Rebels of the Sharp Revolution. Normally, I start off this podcast by saying hi, but I'm going to start this one off by saying hydration. We know how important hydration is for our bodies. It's the thing that keeps us running, right? You want to be a well-oiled machine. You want to be running efficiently. You know what can help you run efficiently? Liquid IV. It is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product that you are missing in your daily routine. It comes in a little stick that's a powder, and in just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. If you use it first thing in the morning, maybe before a workout, when you feel run down, maybe after a long night out and doing a little partying, you know what I mean? And even, what if you have like a long flight or something like that and you just bleh, right? We all feel that way. Bleh. So add this to your water and that convenient packaging can go with you anywhere you go, even if you're going to the gym or you're traveling or you're at work and maybe you didn't have a great breakfast. At least it's something that will fuel you up in the morning. And there's a whole bunch of flavors that are available, like sea berry, strawberry lemonade, concord grape, lemon lime, pina colada, tropical punch, watermelon, strawberry, passion fruit, guava, acai berry. Did I say that right? I never know how to say that. But those are just some of the flavors. Here's some statistics for you folks. One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and even vitamin C. And we all know how important those B vitamins are. It's got three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's made with premium ingredients. It's non-GMO and it is free from gluten, dairy, and soy. I'm going to offer you a great deal, Rebels. If you go to liquidiv.com and use offer code SHERPA, you can get 20% off of anything that you order on that site when you're shopping for some better hydration. So that's Liquid IV. Check it out at liquidiv.com. podcast that you're listening to is being presented to you in cooperation with the SJ Network. If you're a person who'd like to appear on a podcast, contact Stephen Joyner at s-j-network.com. Let's get on with the show. Today on the Sherpa Screening Room, it's an interview with Zach Arnold, host of the YouTube channel, The Incredible Impression. You know, the Sherpa is an incredible impressionist. Sometimes, he can actually sound like he knows what he's doing. Coming to you from Sherpa Chalet in beautiful downtown Mount Podcastia, it's time for entertainment interviews in the Sherpa Screening Room. Grab an aisle seat and a bucket of popcorn, but don't crunch too loud or you'll miss the show. Now, he's your host, Jim, the podcast, Sherpa. Hello there, Rebels. Welcome to the Sherpa Screening Room. It is a presentation of Too Many Podcasts, which is the podcast about podcasts. Naturally, we didn't know that. Well, welcome aboard anyway. You're listening to me, Jim the Podcast Sherpa, and I've got a guest today whose name is Zach Arnold, and he has a YouTube channel, and it is called The Incredible Impression. Uh, you'll find out why he calls it that in just a second, but I appreciate you listening to me, whether on your favorite podcast app or through Sherpolution.com. So we had a little time to sit down with Zach and get to know him, and now here's your chance to get to know him as well. So without any further ado, the creator of the YouTube channel, The Incredible Impression, this is my talk with Zach Arnold. 
Hello there, Rebels. We are here in the travel room of the Sherpa Chalet. Jim, the podcast Sherpa here, speaking with Zach Arnold, and he is the host of the YouTube travel blog, The Incredible Impression. He's coming yes. to us from, where are you coming to us from, Zach? Right now, I'm in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, but I actually live in Oklahoma, Florida, which is historic for the old Ma Barker crime gang. Is that where the uh, the Pennsylvania Dutch live, I believe? Yeah, here in Lancaster. Yeah, old Amish country. I've seen quite a few horse and buggies since I've been here. <laughs> hard to get around traffic. It's hard to drive when you're trying to get around those people. But I love them. They're they're so awesome. They're the most kindest people you will ever meet. Yeah, I guess and their uh, cell phones have that little rotary dial on it, too. Yeah, yeah. They don't use a steering wheel. They use, you know, reins. So welcome to the show, Zach. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, Jim. You said the, the incredible impression is really just uh, you going to different spots. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a tourism thing. Sometimes it's just like a, a feel-good spot. Oh, yeah. As I said, it can be anything from just seeing how beautiful the lake looks on the, in the sunset. You know, if I see a nice bird in the tree or something. Uh, but uh, yesterday I did a whole three-part vlog on Washington, D.C. And the day before, I did one on my hometown of Palmyra, Pennsylvania, just my old stomping grounds. And mm -hmm. uh, also a little bit of forgotten Hollywood history, John Travolta and Lisa Kudrow, uh, the movie Lucky Numbers. Also starred uh, Ed O'Neill from uh, Married with Children and Modern Family. Mm -hmm. So a lot of nice history there. So uh, what other places have you traveled around to uh, in addition to like your your home and all that? Well, I actually was in uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina recently because I was hanging out with uh, actor Eddie Deason and my PR, Stephen Joyner. And while I was there, I went uh, about I drove about 10 minutes away to Roebuck, South Carolina, uh, because I'm a huge fan of the original Unsolved Mysteries uh, show with Robert Stack. Like, to me, that's the only Unsolved Mysteries there ever was and ever will be. Um, there was a lady in Roebuck that was tragically murdered back in 1995. And so I went there and I documented the uh, filming locations that uh, Unsolved Mysteries went to and uh, tried to line up some of the shots that they did and um, went to the cemetery to see where this young lady was interred. And I documented it all on film. You can find it on my channel. Mm -hmm. So what other, what other kind of stuff can folks find on your YouTube channel? Well, they can also find several uh, voice impressions that I do. I'm a big fan of the legendary uh, in, impersonator comedian Rich Little. And the uh, first time I ever saw him was in two, the year 2000. It was like literally right after George W. Bush took office. Mm -hmm. And he was doing a play called The President's where he did every single president in costume and voice with supporting actors on stage, all the presidents from John F. Kennedy to George W. Bush. And he did all these guys in less, and he had less than two minutes to make up from one president to another. And I can remember sitting there thinking to myself, I'd like to be able to accomplish that, to do all these voices of famous people. And, and so the very first uh, person I ever impersonated actually was Ringo Starr in a Beatles tribute band. And I was in two tribute bands, actually. I was in one from Ohio called Abbey Road. Um, they're, they're a 
more or less known tribute band, but they were pretty big back in the 80s and the 90s. Um, then I was in a band from Pittsburgh called Beatlemania The Invasion. And that that lasted from about 2007 to 2010. And then I went and moved to Florida in 2013. And just this past summer, I was supposed to go back into the tribute industry. Uh, but things didn't go quite go to plan. And that uh, plan kind of got scrubbed right now. So, um, But I'm still doing impressions. I'm still doing the uh, YouTube channel. And I'm looking to uh, hopefully maybe get into the voice acting industry. I took an acting class down in Orlando as well, which was really great. So when you were doing uh, the, the the Beatle tribute thing, what what is the uh, the tribute industry like? You know, is it very competitive or it's just kind of like, well, we all like the same thing and we're just all paying tribute to it? It is. It People might think it is that it is extremely hostile and, you know, competitive, competitive. But I'm going to tell you, that is far from the truth, far from the truth. Everyone who is in the Beatles, Beatlemania industry, the tribute band industry, you know, they don't look at if you're auditioning for something that somebody else gets, you know, or that you get over somebody else. They don't look at you and say, hey, man, you took this from me. You know, don't talk to me anymore. No, they they actually all message you on Facebook. They call you. They say, hey, you know, I heard you got the part great job you know hope everything goes well keep in touch Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's just one big gigantic family with them and you know it's it's literally one of the greatest things you can ever be in i mean who which and who who in their in their life has a chance to be a beetle for a little bit you know i mean we're talking the greatest band in history Mm -hmm. Did you have to wear like the mop top and everything while you were playing? Oh, the yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> we had to, we had, I mean, there were times we'd do shows in the middle of summer in the blistering heat outdoors. And, you know, putting on a, a wool suit and long pants and having a wig and stuff and having to, you know, draw on a mustache and sideburns, you know, oh, by the end of the first act, you know, by the end of the early Beatles set segment, which is maybe 30 minutes long, you know, already your sideburns are starting to melt off your face. <laughs> so, like Rudy, I mean, Rudy Giuliani yeah, at a press conference. <laughs> yeah. Or, or Jimmy Swagger, you know. <laughs> Did you do like the, the voice of Ringo when you were in the show? So you oh, just, yes. Yeah. Yes, that is a must. You must do the voice. And I will say I did perform with some uh, Beatle tribute guys that, you know, I would hear them talking or singing and I'd just think to myself, I'd be back there on the kit drumming away. And I would just think they're not getting it. You know, they don't, they don't have that accent. Mm-hmm. So when I, so then when we were backstage, I, I pointed out to them and I'd say, Hey, you know, try, try doing this, tweak this just a little bit. And, and you know, bring a little bit of that British, that Liverpoolian draw into it. And, They'd, they'd be they'd be like, well, what do you mean like this? And yeah, exactly. That's exactly like it. And they said they don't forget how to do the voice. It's just, you know, they're so absorbed. You're Because when you're on stage, you're feeding off the crowd. Right. You know, you're not entertaining each other, but you're feeding off what the audience is bringing into you. And we would have some shows where the audience would just be like, you know, oh, I don't know about this. And so. The other guys, I mean, I'm OCD, so I always make sure I stay in character. Mm-hmm. But the other guys are like, well, you know, if the audience isn't really feeling it, you're not feeling it. So then 
you know, they just start to lose interest a bit, which, you know, I say, you know, you can lose interest, but stay in character. Right. I mean, come on. Especially if you're putting on a show for somebody. Exactly. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll be a little punchline here, a little joke. 95% of those people of those venues never called back. <laughs> so could, could you do a little bit of Ringo? A little bit of uh, Ringo Starr. Yeah. Um, I want to tell you, everyone right now, do not send any more fan mail to any address. I'm warning you with peace and love, but I have too much to do. I'm on tour right now. I have no time. I have no time for bull crap. Stuff, something like that. What what inspired you to do all of the uh, the videos that you do on your YouTube channel? I uh, I'm gonna put the uh, give the credit to my favorite uh, YouTube star that's out there, Adam the Woo. He is a vlogger from Florida. He's been all over the country. He's He's been from sea to shining sea doing um, everything from, you know, just, you know, just filming the different kind of stones that are or the different kind of shades of concrete on the pavement to uh, showing you around his underneath his car to doing exciting vlogs like uh, Alcatraz, the Alcatraz Island and filming locations. He did several filming locations. As a matter of fact, he did the entire uh filming locations of the movie vacation the original national lampoons mm -hmm. uh film and uh, he just did another one recently uh about cousin eddie's house in colorado and he got it on on the vlog when the guy actually came up and chased him off of the property and told him he was going to have him prosecuted for it and i thought man this is entertaining <laughs> so I, that's that's where I got my influence, and I will say my wife um, and my two kids they they are so supportive of me, and you know they they're always asking me, hey, you know what what'd you do today? You know what was the vlog like? Was it fun? You know, and I say, well, yeah, but I wish you guys could have been there. So, but I mean, I I do most of my vlogs on my own, but I do get the support from. Uh, my wife, my kids, and my parents. And I got to give them all great credit for it. Did you run into any situations yourself where somebody was trying to chase you off the property? No, 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 no. No, I didn't do that because I, but the one I did in Palmyra, actually, um, in the movie Lucky Numbers, there's a uh, a part where John Travolta is being foreclosed from his current home, which the exterior of the home was actually a huge red brick mansion up on the hill uh, above Palmyra. And so I, I drove up to that mansion. I parked in front of the big double doors and I went and I rang the ring camera bell because uh, when I go to do a vlog, I make no bones about the fact that I'm going to go in there and do it. You know, so if it's private property or something. I'm always going to go and find out where the office is or find someone that might know the property and know what's going on and ask them, hey, may I take some pictures here? Um, but this time around, the person was not home. So I just took a quick picture and skedaddled because <laughs> I I was like, I definitely don't want anyone seeing me on the ring camera or whatever and calling the police. But Palmyra is a cool town. You know, they're not going to they're not going to look down on you for that. So, I mean, it's a quiet, peaceful town. And you know, I do miss it to a certain extent, but um, 
really deep down at, in heart right now, I'm a, I'm a Floridian and I wouldn't have it any other way. So you said when you met John Travolta on the set of the movie, I was wondering, did you do a John Travolta impression when you were talking to him? No, no, I did not. I did. I didn't even know how to do impressions at the time. That was way before okay. I was able to actually uh, ability to do impressions. Um, but the reason that I got his attention um, was this is you got to remember the Penn National Race Course now is called the Hollywood Casino at Penn National Race Course. It's a huge casino now. Back when I met him, it was still just the racetrack. But it was being renovated. I guess they were starting the process to turn it into the casino. But I was up on one of the upper uh, uh, areas look, overlooking uh, the racetrack. And John Travolta and Lisa Kudrow went out onto the track because they were going to do a, a scene out there. Now, I have double-jointed arms, which allows them to bend really, really far uh, from when I stretch them out. Now, I always had this thing in school where uh, I had a trademark uh, bird flapping, bird wing flapping thing. And it looked I looked like a bird with broken wings. So they told me, my friends who were there with me, they said, hey, do your bird thing out the window and see if they acknowledge. So I did it. And John Travolta turns around and looks and he taps Lisa Kudrow on the shoulder and tells her to look. And they both look at me and they both gave me the thumbs up. <laughs> and then a couple of days later, when I met him, he said, oh, my gosh, yes, he remembers me. He remembers me. And John Travolta, I'm going to tell you, John Travolta is such a gentleman when you meet him. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is he's literally like what Jimmy Stewart would be when he was alive you know john travolta will stop and he'll he'll talk to you he'll ask a question or something or he'll answer a question i mean i was standing there you know talking to him and stuff and the uh, uh his bodyguard was telling him we got to get you upstairs you're you're due on set in less than a minute and he promptly told his uh his assistant his bodyguard he said hey back off i'm i'm, I'm talking to a fan here back off that he said, I'll be up then. Just let, let me go. And so he put off his work to for a couple of minutes to talk to me, which I thought was was pretty strange. You know, Hollywood actors, they have they have such a busy schedule and it's I bet it, it's not easy for them. But for John Travolta, it was almost like it was second nature to him. Yeah. And I, I just think I thought that was like the greatest moment of my life. Well, I guess, you know, when you, especially when you have actors like that who've had such lengthy careers and, you know, if they had get oh, right. a true impression, you know, a true appreciation of, you know, their fans that, you know, that really put them there on the map, I guess some of them, you know, they don't want to forget that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Eddie, for example, Eddie Deason, I mean, he, I, I, I never even really looked at it. I mean, I've been a fan of his for many, many years, but when I met him for the first time a couple months ago, I didn't even look at him as as a star. I treat him just like he's my best friend. I treat him like a best friend would. And I don't even give a second thought as to, wow, you know, I grew up watching this guy. You know, he's an actor and all that. And, you know, no, to me, he's he's my best friend. That's that's what he is to me. And I that's how I look at it. OK, so uh, do you have any like dream locations that you want to take your vlog to? I would actually love to be able to vlog in england 
to the Beatles uh, areas in England. Now, I did take the Beatles pilgrimage tour, and I got to sing live on the stage of the Cavern Club with my late uncle, who is sadly no longer here. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, he and he's the one who brought me up on Beatles, and so I went and crossed Abbey Road. I, I went to the Cavern Club. I went to Paul McCartney's house and stuff. So England would definitely be a place I would love to vlog. Here in the United States, I would love to. I still have yet to vlog uh, the uh, scene in uh, Dallas where John F. Kennedy was sadly murdered at, mm-hmm. and uh, Dealey Plaza. And I would also like to visit. Uh, I'd like. I'd love to take my wife uh, to Las Vegas for the first time. And I mean, I I've been there for. I've been there five times with my parents, but I've never been there with my wife and i'd love to take her with me so definitely be doing vlogging there Mm -hmm. um really want to vlog mount rushmore as well and uh, a lot of um one other site i'd like to to document is one that not a lot of podcast or not a lot of youtubers vlog actually it's the site of the old alfred p murrah federal building in oklahoma city um i've only seen one youtube youtube vlogger that ever vlogged that so I'd like to be able to do that. If people want to check out some of your videos and your impressions, uh, where, where do they got to go? They got to go to uh, YouTube, look up, type in The Incredible Impression. Or you can just go to URL, youtube.com slash at the at sign and The Incredible Impression. So that's youtube.com slash at The Incredible Impression. And they can find me on there. I'm always. I have a an email linked up to the YouTube channel, so anybody can email me at any time. You know, give me support. Um, you know, let me know what they want to see. And because a lot of YouTubers nowadays, they don't take suggestions from people. Um, so I figured the best way for me to, you know, fulfill my viewers, uh, you know, desires is to to take requests from them mm-hmm. and you can also find uh some of my impressions that i do on there um i actually got a request from a gentleman right before i left florida to come up on this trip here um got an email from a guy that noticed my impression of ed Wynn. you might remember him jim the uh the mad hatter on yeah. the original alice in wonderland sure and he had his own show ed Wynn. i do a pretty mean impression of him and uh, this ju- this guy saw the uh, and heard the impression and actually reached out to me and said, could I ask you to recreate a song from a TV show, but do it as Ed Wynn? And I said, well, absolutely. I'd be delighted to. So that's a project I, I'm going to be working on when I get back home. So, um, yeah, you can find me on there. Um, also, you know, you can you can also request me to do impressions of people. I mean, there's a whole arsenal of people that I do, but, you know, you can still request anything and I can work on it. I can't promise I'll get it down, but I will try. Okay. All right. So to lead us out of here, why don't you pick an impression and uh, and we'll just wrap it up. Well, the, look, this is Jim, Jimmy Stewart. And uh, I, uh, I I just like to say that it, it's been a, 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 a wonderful opportunity to be on uh sure pollution this evening and i uh, uh i hope that uh that y'all will follow me on on youtube
All right. There you have it. Zach Arnold, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Jim. Appreciate it. Be a rebel. Follow the show at Sherpolution on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. A very special thanks to Zach Arnold of The Incredible Impression for coming on the show. And he's on YouTube, and so am I, if you needed to know that. You just have to look for my tag, at uh, Sherpolution5000, which will take you to the Sherpolution YouTube page. I think even if you type in Sherpolution, it'll bring you there. And it's got a lot of the favorite interviews on there. And uh, no no video, just audio. You're welcome. Trust me, it's, it's safer that way. And I will be here with you next week. No, presuming I don't get struck by lightning or anything like that. Oh, it's getting a little cloudy out there. So, okay, so I better wrap this up. Lord, Mr. Bruce, I think it's time to duck and cover and wait for the next episode and remind everybody, if you like the show, if you can, please leave a nice review on Apple Podcasts. And you, yes, you could possibly be entered to win podcast merchandise. Yay! Okay, I was the only one who was cheering. So that means we need more people to review. You, you there. You there, the one with holding the coffee. Now, you're holding coffee, so now you have to leave a review. There, it's that simple. There, we changed the rules. I like that. Okay, we're out of here, folks. See you next time. Viva la Sherpolution. Thanks for listening to the Sherpa Screening Room. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast. I'm Mr. Bruce, and this has been a Sherpa Loose Studios production. Viva la Sherpolution! You know, Rebels, if you've been checking out some of my promotional ads on social media, you'll be aware that I have been using a lot of AI programs to help me create ads. But you know what? There's a lot more uses for AI than just funny little videos. And I'd like to introduce one of our new sponsors, Podium. It is a leader in creating AI tools for podcasters. Now, let's say you've got a podcast and maybe you're even thinking of doing a podcast. You're probably wondering, well, how can AI be integrated with your workflow? I'll tell you about Podium. As a podcaster, you know that writing show notes and creating chapters and transcribing episodes takes a lot of time and it can cost you a lot of money too. But you know what? That's where Podium comes in. It's an AI tool designed specifically for creators and podcasters with the goal of making post-production tasks quick and easy. And in just a few minutes, Podium generates show notes, chapters, summaries, clips for social media, a full transcript, suggested episode titles, social media posts, and more. That's a lot of work for one little program. Your show notes are key to your podcast success because it helps new listeners find your podcast and they'll know if it's a fit for them. You know, kind of like too many podcasts. It also improves your SEO. That's your search engine optimization. Ooh, big phrase there. And overall accessibility. And with Podium, you can focus on creating a great podcast and let Podium's AI do the heavy lifting. But Podium isn't just for solo creators and podcasters. It's a game changer for editors, producers, marketers, agencies, and production studios. Teams that use Podiums are able to increase workloads, decrease turnaround times, and improve their quality. How does it work? Very easy. First, go to Podium's website, and you'll see that link that's right there in the show notes. You get three hours free just to try it. Pretty cool, huh? And using that link also supports this show as well. And you know what else happens? Because I'm a good guy. You use my link, you will get 50% off for your first month. So visit the site, upload an MP3 file, and download your files, and that's it. And if you need anything else, you can use Podium GPT to generate articles and any marketing copy you might need in seconds, instant show notes, transcripts, chapters for your podcast or channel, 
this will level up that podcast. So check out Podium today. I'm Jimmy Stewart's granddaughter, and you'll be hearing from my attorney. Ow.